people's iPhones have been like screwed up the past 24 hours, like not getting service and stuff. Verizon, T-Mobile, Christine, both of her phones. There was like a oh like really? A, they, they, yeah, like my sister down. just said she didn't have service. And this is um, right so. over the same. Now they're shooting down all these UFOs. There's a China balloon. Uh-oh. Something's going on, and I want to know what it is because I want to be prepared. We got to go call Greg. He'll know. He posted something on Facebook. He definitely did. No, no, he did. He's like <laughs> on Facebook. No, no, no. <laughs> like not even on Instagram. He's definitely like a po- no, no. Posted on Facebook. Me, he. It's not. It's since deleted. But he's like. Is anyone's phone going off ever since every time they say Sirianni, like the mm. coach of the Eagles? And then he deleted it. I was like, the tinfoil hat was real right there. So let's talk in terms of the Super Bowl. We'll leave the game for our Picks with Sticks episode yes. this week. But in terms of like non-game specific things, first of all, I got a few hard takes. Uh, th- maybe because I was more invested in the game this year than usual because I really followed football. I didn't find any of the commercials to be wow. I liked the trailer for The Flash. Yes. Um, I thought the 2B1 was funny. Yeah, that was funny. Because they like faked a lot of people out. But otherwise, do, do you remember Do you remember a commercial? No, and I don't know if I want to, if I'm saying this correctly, if it was Derek or someone said that all the yeah, trailers. It's pronounced, it's pronounced Derek. All the trailers yeah. were just YouTube clips, like trailers to like snippets to go to YouTube to watch the full trailer. Oh, yeah. You know, I can tell you why it was like that. Oh, YouTube TV now and no, NFL. but also they the Super Bowl commercials charge by like the second, so you're not going to show a three minute commercial when you could show a thirty second one, get people hyped up, yeah. get them to go to YouTube to watch it, and you just saved yourself millions of dollars. Unfortunately, that Fast X trailer was a little bit longer than I'd like, but that um, thing is going to make a billion dollars. Yeah, and you have no idea how mad that makes me. Why? They're getting so many people in it now. Come on, you're telling me. It's Jason, honestly, Vin Diesel. Jason Momoa looks like me in the trailer. I think Vin Diesel is the worst part of it at this point, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really He's like the Jessica him anymore. Day of, of Fast Jessica, and Furious. Oh, Jessica Day, why do I know that? From New Girl. Yeah, she's like the worst she's part. She's like the least interesting character yeah. on the show. But like, you're telling me you don't want to see Jason Momoa, John Cena, and Jason Statham all fight each other and drive fast cars. Like, yeah, of course you want to see that. But then Vin Diesel has written himself in as like this invincible guy. He can never lose a fight. It's in his contract. First of all, all right, we're going to talk about, and I know that we're going to, we're going to trigger Derek over there. We're going to talk about this. These movies started out as street racers. <laughs> and now they're invading countries they all know karate. They're going to space. They're hacking into like government mainframes. They used to just like live in a shitty house in LA and like drink Corona and then like work on a, work on a Toyota yeah. Supra. And drag that was like night. the extent. Yeah. If they had these talents all along, they wasted their prime just street racing. Dude, the FBI now goes to them. Listen. <laughs> the FBI goes We to have them. a serial hacker uh, arms dealer who's going to destroy the known world. We don't want to go to the CIA. We don't want to call John Wick. We don't want to call... Uh, who's, uh, who's Mission Impossible? What's his name? Tom Cruise? No, like what's the name of the character? Ethan, isn't it Ethan, Ethan Hunt? Ethan Hunt. Yeah. We don't want to call James Bond... You know who we should call to solve the world-ending crisis? You know that street racer from L.A. who wears the sleeveless jean jacket? Who loves family? Yeah. We should call him and his buddies. Because you know how they'll solve the hacker gun dealer from Russia problem? They're going to zoop up a Mustang and go get him. It's just gotten so out of control. But at the end of the day, do I want to see John Cena, Jason Momoa, and Jason Statham fight? Yeah, of course I do. I want to see that in every movie. I want to see that in a rom-com. I want to see that in a World War II period piece, like in a drama. I want to see those three guys just come out of the woodwork fighting, throwing fists. Yeah, I don't know. I can't. I don't know how I feel about any of those guys. I mean, I like John Cena a lot. Um... Jason you don't like State? Jason Momoa? Oh, no, I like Jason Momoa. I, I think out of all three of them, Jason Momoa is like the most promising actor. Then John Cena, then Jason Statham. I Jason just, Statham is good. He, they just don't give him the, the roles. 
Because it's one of those things, like, I don't want to see you in a movie where you're not doing karate. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I don't want to see you... Now that Schwarzenegger's older, he's actually doing more drama roles. He's like, yeah, you, you can't punch anymore. Yeah, one of those days, Jason Statham's going to be be that guy. Do you know he was an Olympic uh, diver? Jason Statham? Mm-hmm. No. And then he was, a, I think he was an underwear model before he got into... No, I didn't know he was a diver. Before he was transporting. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't remember any of the commercials, really, besides, like, those ones. Um, yeah, uh, were there any crypto commercials? Mm, no, there was not. But I think I th- we talked about that, that. There was no crypto commercials yeah. this year. Um, game was great. Again, we'll talk about that. I made a fantastic little appetizer. So my mom is a very good cook, but for like New Year's Eve and Super Bowl, she loves making like trashy microwavable foods. So my mom made the pre-made pigs in a blanket uh, pizza rolls and the White Castle sliders that you got a microwave. Okay. I brought over a fresh Italian baguette. I put a little oil and garlic in the pan. I to- I sliced up the baguette. I toasted the bread each side, and then I put a little fig jam and a little ricotta on top, and it was out of this world. So snacks were on point. Yeah. Um, I had a Tate's I- cookie at the end. It was fantastic. Oh, I made the buffalo chicken dip. Hmm. Just made a little burger sliders which were great and then my brother-in-law made chicken wings and like these ham and cheese like sliders but toasted them with like poppy seed um bread and then yeah there was some blueberry pie at the end of the night oh yeah i also didn't watch most of the second half you did or didn't did not yeah, you were saying that yeah. Carol Animal was... Carol Animal was like, I don't want to see so it, you turn mi- it off. You missed, you missed I was watching game. it on my phone. Okay, all right. I was watching it on my phone, but like intermittently, because also she was watching Lie to Me, which is one of my favorite Did like, uh, <laughs> yeah. criminal procedurals, so I was kind of like going back and forth. Did you turn it back on to see the Eagles' demise? I turned it back. I made him turn it back on. I want to say it was either late third quarter. It must have been late, late third quarter. I can't remember the exact scenario, but it was like... The Chiefs were on their way back, and then the Eagle. I just saw on my phone that the Eagles were at like I had like a like a fourth and three, but like way back in their own yeah. zone. I'm like, Mom, we should put this on. And then they, I think it might have been the punt. They had a punt it yes, that and Tony, Tony yeah. returned, and then because I was also, but I'm also very superstitious. Where I'm like, if we're not watching it, and they're and they're, and they're getting so much up, better, yeah. maybe we don't we don't do it. But it turned out for the best. Um, I don't like Nick Sirianni. Not a lot of people do. I think he's a weirdo. I, I would love to see a... Dude, I love so much about the Eagles. I love Jalen Hurts, Jason Kelsey, um, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith. I, I, I love their... De- I love so much about their team, except A, they're the Eagles. Like, I, the organization, just as a Giants fan, you have to hate. Yes. And Sirianni, first... And listen, I'm not going to say nothing... But he was crying during the national anthem. No, say something because I thought it was a joke. And I'm like, <laughs> well, they said earlier in the game they're like he listened to Whitney Houston's uh, national anthem before every what, in, game in this 95? season. Five? Like, no, when before did she every sing? yeah, before every game this season. But isn't that weird? Envisioning, envisioning himself standing there ready for the Super Bowl. They said that like 30 minutes before kickoff. Then it happens. That's a great story until he lost. Then they cut to him. Yeah, it's a great story until he loses that game. But one thing he did, well, like I said, we'll talk more about it. Was when he waved waved off. Oh, I hated that. He waved. He waved the Chiefs back, and even Jalen Hurts had to be like, "No, dude." So yeah, I just think he's a little arrogant. I'm sure people of Philadelphia Mm -hmm. love his arrogance, but and I, I want to say, want to say this about the NFL and this year has opened my eyes up to the NFL so much and how they pander. So they had, um, I can't remember the woman. She was a fantastic singer come out and do, um, I guess it's just called, is it just called the black national anthem? That's just, that's just, it's, that's the official title of it. Right. Great song. She did great. They had like a gospel choir there and they had this really awesome girl who was also African-American doing the sign language for it who i also i believe that girl is the one who did it for rihanna during the halftime show but i didn't watch the halftime show i was watching lie to me it's on hulu check it out (laughs) so and that girl did a great job with that but this is because the nfl has to effing and it's pander to but they had to pander to everyone individually so they have the black national anthem uh the african-american national anthem whatever it's called and then they have an african-american woman doing awesome sign language for the song okay great 
Then they bring out Chris Stapleton, who looks like the Revenant. Yeah. Awesome. I love Chris Stapleton. He hoots and hollers that national anthem, and it, it, he did a great job. Then the camera turns, and the guy doing, they have a new sign language person now. From Coda, the movie Chris, Coda. Yeah, for, for Chris Stapleton. Oh, that's the Coda guy? Yeah. He won okay. an Oscar. Oh, yeah. that guy won an Oscar? Yeah. Because the movie, I didn't know what Coda meant, like Children of Deaf Adults. I didn't know that was an actual acronym for that. He won the Oscar last year. For as, a, supporting as the actor, actor or the director? As a supporting actor. Right. So, but they bring out that guy. I'm like, this guy is wearing all black, like Johnny Cash ponytail. No, it was like it was it was like Jerry, not Jerry, yeah. like a wet mullet <laughs> and a bolo tie. <laughs> and I'm like, why did you need to get the reddest of the redneck sign <laughs> interpreter for Chris Stapleton? Why couldn't you just keep that lady? How like no. like were the were the redneck fans in the audience not going to pay attention to that first lady? Like, 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 oh, I'm not going to watch her do sign language. Like, just keep one, one sign. But you, you, like, it, it, was, it was the fact that he was so, like, this would be Chris Stapleton's interpreter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was, I saw like, he was dressed like a knockoff Johnny Cash with the bolo yeah. tie and the... And I'm not saying anything about his acting or, like, the, the movie. It was just very, very strange. Yeah. I'm like, why did you have to bring out this particular guy to sign language for him. It was just, it was just really funny. Yeah. Um, I saw uh tank Sinatra post like, that's my kind of national anthem with like a dog and a beer. Can oh yeah. Peanut hat. butter. I, I put it yeah. on my story too. <laughs> yeah, um, that was, that was so good. Wait, who ended up doing? Oh yeah. They did the coin toss. It was more of a, of There's a Derek what? thing. Derek won that. <laughs> Because they had like all the veterans. I was really hoping for Brian. Dawkins. I believe the the woman's name who tossed the coin. I believe her name was Fabergé, which is also the name of a fancy egg. The you know like the crystal egg. Yeah. Oh, Fa Fabergé eggs were like a like a jewelry piece that were like eggs, and they were like a millions of dollars. The very fancy fa Fabergé egg. How do you know that stuff? I know that from an episode of Chippendale Rescue Rangers. I'm pretty sure Fabergé egg. Uh, what else? going on uh, <laughs> um did you smoke oh here's anything? a cigar thing here's a cigar, a cigar during i did not smoke a cigar but here's a cigar thing first i want to give a shout out to my man uh el oso fumar bear duplessis over there um uh he does that uh the sunday night show el oso fumar the bear smoke and he, so uh i was on his show a couple months ago and he does an awesome show um he also works a lot with coop he also has you shout out your favorite charity and then him and his wife donate to the charity um, it's it's a really cool oh, thing. Nice. Yeah, he's a super nice guy. Big shout out to Bear. I gotta ask him now, because I was on Facebook on Saturday and I saw that uh, Laurel Tilly, formerly of Macanoon, now of AJ, was out there. Hey, I'm gonna be on Bear's show tonight, 10 p.m. Eastern. And I'm like, dude, you're doing a show on Super Bowl Sunday? Oh, at 10 o'clock at night. At 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> yeah. I got to give it to Laurel because if he asked me, I'd be like, dude, I'll get you next week. I ain't doing that on Super Bowl Sunday. I mean, how long is the show? He does a long one. Mine was like yeah. two hours yeah, when I did it, an hour and a half or so. So you're ending 1130, 12 o'clock on a Sunday. Yeah, I, I didn't do, go to bed till like 1230 I do that think night. Laurel is, I want to say she's from the Midwest. Isn't she from she's like- She's Milwaukee. Mil well, I was going to say Wisconsin. I kept, yeah, I kept talking to her about like- Cheese. Uh, anything I only know about. Cheese and sports. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she's from Milwaukee. Yeah, I did, but I just thought it was funny. I'm like, because she was posting like, like, oh, I'll be on awesome. Check it out tonight. I'm like, you know what? Like, come on, Bear. Take a week off. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the Super Bowl ended around that time, so maybe that's what he was thinking for Eastern Standard Time. But yeah, but everyone else is going to watch the new Gordon Ramsay show. <laughs> if anyone else is still awake, the new <laughs> yeah. Gordon Ramsay show. What was it? Sh a, a level, top level chef or something? I don't know, shit? dude. Who the hell is watching a cooking show after the Super Bowl? All right. By the way, uh, so someone correct me. Was the Super Bowl on CBS a few years ago? I don't know. Derek? Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> because what's that? He sounds e like you trying to get on that ride. That, e <laughs> that Equalizer show was on after the Super Bowl one year. And oh, the, the one with Queen Latifah? <laughs> yeah, and that show was um, – it's on CBS, so it had to be on CBS one year. Yeah, I don't know why they – so that's what I'm saying. They I don't put, know why they did that. Why not put something good on after the Super Bowl? Yeah, not the Queen Latifah as the equalizer. equalizer. 
the uh, Denzel Washington spinoff. Yeah, it's not even a sp- like it's not even like yeah. a spinoff. It's just like <laughs> I hate when they do. I hate when they take a movie and they don't do like a spinoff series. It's just like no, we're it's just gonna like slightly the change name, the yeah. name of the character. And it's gonna be a TV show. They did that for the Untouchables. They did that with uh, that Limitless movie. They did it with Limitless. I actually yeah. watched that show. It wasn't bad. What? Okay, it wasn't bad. But they did do it with, uh, but that was also that was connected to the movie because Bradley Cooper he was produced in that, right? that okay. and he was in that at, like as the main guy in like a few cameos. But like they did it with the Untouchables after the Untouchables movie came out in the late eighties, they did an Untouchables TV show, and the guy who basically played the Sean Connery character was uh, you know Jonathan Rice Davies or Davis. Uh, Gimli from Lord of the Rings. Yes, yeah, and he was yeah, also yeah. Sala in the Indiana Jones. Movies. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. He played like the show. It was and there was another guy played Elliot Ness, and I'm like, you're just trying to do the movie in the show now, and I don't like it at all. I don't was like. I don't was like that guy one trying bit. to be like Sean Connery. From no, the no, no. John Wright Davies is a is a big actor in yeah. his own accord. I mean, no one's no one's Sean Connery. Yeah. Um. By the way, I'm smoking the Tatuaje, uh, Drac Redux, and it is fantastic. Uh, how many times is that for you smoking that stick? I haven't tried the Redux yet. Oh no, I had I had a couple times before when we were doing our testing for the top twenty five. Yes, yeah. But um, I haven't had I haven't had it since then. So that was October a few or so, ago, yeah, November. Yeah, I'm smoking the Gohiba Black. Yeah, I wanted to give you that. That's that's the one of the OGs. Yeah, they obviously changed the band around. Those used to be the bands used to look terrible, but now they look really good. Shout out to Sean Williams over there at Cohiba, putting together a fantastic product. Was this the Cohiba that he released in the 2019 or no, 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 no. PCA? No? What was that one? The Spectre? Was that the Spectre? I wasn't sure what, which the, one he released. The $100 one? Was that it? Yeah. And those tubes were each 100 bucks, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You think I would just hand that to you? No, I don't think you'd give it to me. I just well, first of all, wait, 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 wait. you would give it to me. Yeah. I would you give it to you, but not, not in a casual, like, here, <laughs> try this. No, that's just this traditional Cohiba black. Okay. That's been on the market oh, right. for like 20 sure. years. What's um, the band on that Spectre? Is that red or is it black? It's so, so after the Spectre series, they started redoing all of the Cohiba bands kind of in that okay. style. Yeah. Because I thought. Uh, there was a Cohiba Royale in one of the bags in there. And for a second, I'm like, oh, do we have a Spectre in here? And I was going to smoke it, but it wasn't that. Okay. I've only smoked a Spectre once. And he gave me one at the 2019 show. And then I smoked it over uh, uh, the first, when we had the original uh, lockdown. Yes. Uh, I remember I had that with, um, it was a hazy doing- IPA, maybe from Dogfish. Were you doing a Herf? I wasn't, or, that not, I was just smoking. Were, were, oh, you weren't doing, because... During that, you used to sit on your front front lawn and like on okay, when I you do like Instagram videos, lives. I would do Instagram lives. And did stuff, you do an yeah. Instagram live with that? Cigar I might have. I might beer? have. I was drinking a lot at that time. <laughs> that's, I think everyone was. That's kind of why I had to stop yeah. drinking. Was that time? Um, that cigar was so. But I actually just saw a half wheel review on the Spectre. They did like a Redux on that year, and I got like a sixty five. Oh no! But the original one got like a ninety three. Um, but I mean, he, he apparently said there was a bad bunch. Bad bunching. Um, so I don't want to put the cart before the horse here, but there's rumors around the office. I love rumors. Um, it's from uh, Django. No, not Django. Uh, Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. I mean, it's like, oh, I just heard rumors. Oh, I love rumors. Um, he was good in, uh, I just saw Spectre again. He I was. Seen, I haven't seen Spectre in a while. But the movie was like, when I was so I watched Skyfall one night and then two nights later I watched Spectre and I'm like, yeah, this is just like a James Bond movie. Like Skyfall was like a film, yeah, that had James Bond in it. This was just like very James Bond. Like a lot of the gadgets. What was the last one that came out in 2019? It was supposed to come out in oh, 2020, the, but it came out 2021. The No Time to Die. No Time to Die. His last one. I didn't see that. Did one you see? Yet. Okay. I, because I know what happens at the end, and I can't bring myself to watch it. Okay. I'm not gonna. That's all I'm gonna say. Um, apparently, uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson is, uh, is up for the, as a new really? James He's young too. He's young. He's British. It, it works. That wouldn't be my first choice. I don't know who my who first would be choice. Your first choice. I mean, if we're going to take age out of it, let's say. You can't take age out of it. Cause right. otherwise everybody wants Idris Elba, but it's just no, too No, I was going to go Tom Hardy. Eh, he's too short. Yeah. Or, short. Um, what's his name? Killian Murphy. And he's too thin. And he's also like he's not he doesn't have he's not that smooth. He's not charming. Yeah, yeah. Tom Hardy is. 
Tom Hardy was charming. in that movie Legend, and he played. He's pretty charming in that. Um, yeah. What's his name? He played. He was uh, Elton John. Tar- Taron Edgerton. Oh yeah, no, too short. Too short. Daniel Craig's not that tall, is he? He's, uh, he's taller than Taylor Egerton. Taylor Egerton yeah. also still looks kind of like a kid. Yeah. I, I mean, I yeah, think, if you uh, think about it, Aaron Johnson, Aaron Taylor Johnson is really the right I was choice. trying to find someone who was, I was trying to think of, because um, I'm not really in for the woke, like changing the casting, but yeah. if you find a good enough, like a good actor for the part, I'm all for it. Like I'm, ve- I was very for Idris Elba, but like, unfortunately he's just too old. So I was trying to think of black British actors that would have been good but i can't think of any the kid from um like america like like american like african-american actors i could think um uh there's a washington son yeah uh what's his name jonathan david washington jonathan david washington jonathan, jonathan majors yeah. like we have a you jonathan know, majors even even the, uh michael b jordan yeah which i always feel like when you say his name it's not it's not part of his name i feel like it's a sentence like michael just be Jordan. <laughs> Just be Jordan. Just be Jordan. Already. Yeah. Um, but I'm trying to think of like, I guess they would be called African British actors. I don't know if they have a term for it. Uh, I don't know. I don't. Besides the Idris Elba, who would be? I don't, like know, his, I don't know enough. I don't know his name. He was in the Gray Man, and he was in that <clears throat> Netflix series that got that was really popular. He was in the Gray Man. Yeah, the the African American and the Gray Man. African American <clears throat> Jean. Fuck, why am I drawing a blank? He was in this Netflix show that was very popular from one of the creators of, of uh, Grey's Anatomy, and I'm drawing a blank. He left after season one because he was he did the whole Shelley Duvall like I'm too big for this show kind of thing. Oh, well, automatically I don't like him now. Yeah, yeah. Wait, Shelley Duvall? Not Shelley Duvall. Uh, Shirley. Oh, um, him. On Hulu or Netflix? I thought it was Bridgerton. Netflix. Bridgerton. He was in Bridgerton. He was too, and not Shelley Duvall. What's her name from Cheers? Shelley oh, Long. Uh, Shelley Long. Sorry. Shelley Long, yeah. Where she kind of bounced and was like, I'm too famous she was for you. so annoying yeah. in that show. I couldn't stand her. Um, everyone be everyone was saying him. He's, everyone was saying him. He's, he's tall. He's tall. Idris Elba's too old now. Yeah. Although I think he would be the best choice for it. Um, what's his name from the Star Wars Jonathan Boyega, mm. <clears throat> he's British, but he's he doesn't have the look. His face yeah. is not like, and he's also too short in my opinion. Yeah, he's not. He's and and uh, also he wasn't necessary. I, I haven't seen him in enough except for Star Wars, and not by no fault of his own because I think the scripts got a little wonky and those Star Wars movies were weird. But it wasn't the most captivating performance. I think he was good, but it wasn't like his best. You know, or, or I, you could probably do better. Um, I think Aaron Taylor Johnson is going to do great. I think he was great in Bullet Train. Yeah, yeah he was really good. Um, and he's like, I think he's only like thirty three or thirty four. Um, Henry Cavill, I think, is too old now. Yeah. Um, and when, when, when I say too old, I mean, like, if they wanted to do a one or two movie thing where it's like, you know, Bond already in his prime, sure. But I'm sure that they want to do more of a. Especially now, like this whole kind of Fran. Because I forget Daniel Craig. They kind of portrayed him as like a younger, like the, the Casino Royale actually had him being like getting his double O status. Yeah. But he was already thirty eight when he made that movie, and that was before Iron Man and this whole franchise building. Yeah. So I guarantee they're gonna want to go with a really young Bond to do a whole like from his when he first joins the agency all through a thing and to his you know they're gonna want like a six or seven picture bond over the next 15 years kind of thing yeah um yeah i think they're gonna want to start younger so mm. they can go over 15 20 years because daniel craig ended up what in his mid 50s i still i still i had the greatest idea for how for what this last bond should have been i'm gonna tell you guys now because it's too late You've told but, me this before, but I want everyone to hear it because it was genius. This is how the Bond should have ended. There's obviously you don't need to know who the bad guy is in the beginning of the movie. There's, there's, there's some terrorist going on, and but M is acting like really skittish and not giving a lot of information. He's fine. He's fine. And then during the climax of the movie, 
Bond thinks he like found either a source or he thinks he found the bad guy and he walks into, and I imagine it's like a, it's like a, a, a clear room on like a high rise building. So it's all glass, like looking over London and there's just an old guy sitting in a chair and he walks up to it and it's Sean Connery. And then Sean Connery turns around and explains to Daniel Craig that you are not James Bond. You know, James Bond is a title and a backstory that they procure for the 007 agent. That's why they always are orphans and they tell, oh yeah, your parents die, but you don't really remember much. Yeah. And and the bad guy in that one would have been either Pierce Brosnan or... Um, Dalton? Timothy Dalton. Uh, after they had been retired, which is, you know, they probably like put them out to pasture somewhere and had come back to seek vengeance. And that would have been, it would have unveiled that, no, James Bond is actually a title passed from 007 agents and they they find a, a youth, an abandoned youth. They kind of do a little memory, not a memory swap, but they kind of like just raise them like, oh yeah, your name is James Bond and your parents died and they're like, you're going to come work for us. And they put him through schooling and everything and they train him to be this perfect agent and it uncovers all that. And then that, that all of a sudden connects all of the movies. Yeah. I mean, that, if you think about it, the movies, they're, they're, they're half, they're, they're connected like those Batman movies were connected where it's like the Michael Keaton movie, obviously there's Michael Keaton and then Val Kilmer and then George Clooney, but Alfred and Commissioner Gordon were the same in all of yeah. them. So it's like Which they're in the no same sense. universe, I guess, but then they're really not. Chris O'Donnell was in two of them. This, if you had done that, this would have made it all kind of make sense. <clears throat> yeah, I think, I don't, you know, up until, this might be kind of bold, but up until Marvel kind of, started making them on the regular, like Iron Man and all that. I think superhero movies were just always in this weird limbo, like lost in the universe mm -hmm. kind of thing because you make a good point of <clears throat> Alfred and Gordon, Commissioner Gordon, were the same actors <laughs> in th and, and they worked with two different, right, Batmans? Three different Batmans? Three different Batmans. Michael Keaton, Michael so Keaton, Val Kilmer, George I don't George know Clooney. necessarily what... They did not work with Adam West. Yeah. Yeah. If you're going to interrupt, just do it correctly. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I don't. Yeah. Adam West is the OG one, but I don't even I know don't who. Want, listen, I love Adam West as a guy, but like that whole Batman was just, that was nonsense. No, my mom and like, I were was laughing just, about was, that because my mom garbage said, nonsense. my mom said back in the day, like that scene where he's running around five minutes with a bomb. Yeah. That's supposed to be 30 seconds. Um, that was so cheesy. But I just think Hollywood in general had no idea how to. I, I, they didn't. They didn't know how to really tackle the superhero genre, and like, I I need to go back. I don't remember what I watched them. I don't remember much of the Supermans with Christopher Reeves. You know, Blade was. I loved the first Blade. I thought it was pretty pretty well done, but I just don't think Hollywood kind of got it. So I don't know what changed. Where like, if you know, with Marvel, you had Stan Lee, the guy creating these, in here yeah. kind of being like... But I think it was Kevin Fahey saying like, dude, do you remember, I mean, maybe we were too young, but I remember watching um, Batman Forever. And I remember, yes, Derek remembers as well. Um, and I remember there was this, did you watch Batman Forever? Yes. The Valkyrie one? And, I liked that one. Uh, Robin's parents have already deceased and he stayed one night with Bruce Wayne, but then he's getting on his bike mm -hmm. and he's going to leave. And Bruce Wayne comes out and he's like, oh, if you're trying to find the circus, they must be halfway to Metropolis by now. And it was like the only reference yes. in those movies to like another DC superhero. And I remember people going like crazy being like, whoa, like he exists in this thing. Kevin Fahey was the first guy to be like, why don't we just do this? Like, yeah. why, why, why has nobody ever done this before? Well, Smallville kind of did it, right? Yeah. But it was on a, it was on, it was a, on a super TV small show scale, level. if you yeah. know what I mean. Yes, you're welcome. They had Oliver Queen. Then. Yeah, so but like it was on a super yeah. small, and also when it, Smallville was like what 2005, only a couple years when before. We were high, when I was, I was in high school. Yeah, I was in high school. So don't forget, then, Mar yeah. uh, Iron Man came out 2008. Yeah, meaning in 2007 they had started prepping this universe. So yeah, yeah around, around that time. But it was like, that's all they needed was like, dude, you just, just connect it. Yeah, you look at, the, at, you look now in 2023 where like, I don't want to speak for any of you guys, 
I don't get that excited over Marvel movies that much anymore. Probably because for me, it's hard. How do you top Endgame? Um, <clears throat> I am excited for The Flash. I'm not excited for any Marvel heroes that are left. Yeah. I'm sorry. I I'm know just a lot not. of people <laughs> feel this way about how, like, just enough with Batman already. No, I'll see a Batman every I'll, day. Uh, Batman, to me, every Batman movie, most Batman movies, not every Batman movie, has been pretty consistent. I didn't mind Batman Forever. And you, gotta, forever you have to think about the time these movies come out. And you even think about, you know, not, it's not really the same thing, but like... Also, you know, you're, co I'm, I'm, back I'm, in the I'm, day. I'm revoking your ability to talk about Batman card because you didn't include the Batman as one of your top 10 films of last year. But you put that stupid Harry Styles movie. It's a Florence Pugh film. It's a Harry Styles movie. It, it's a Florence Pugh film. No, going, the, the, no, only thing, the only thing Pugh about that movie was its smell. All right? Pugh. She was amazing in it. It's her movie. <laughs> I, I got hate, Derek. I got him. I don't need Harry Styles. I don't. I don't. I don't. Um, I'll watch. I will watch Batman from here to Kingdom Come. Yeah, but I think that there's rumors that Christian Bale is yeah. in the Flash. I think Marvel's going to have trouble Michael this year Keaton. because as much as people want to watch She-Hulk and be like, "Oh yes, Queen," and they want to, and we all love Paul Rudd. Yeah. And Doctor Strange is cool, but I think that I think Ant-Man's going to be good because Jonathan Majors is. Yeah, but I think they're going to have real trouble having anybody care. And then they have Spider-Man, which they could throw in when they, yeah. but without Captain America, without Hulk, without Iron Man, um, I don't think people care. I, I think their saving grace will be Fantastic Four and X-Men when yes. they bring those in. Yeah. But in terms of like the Marvel Universe as it stands here, I don't think anyone cares about Ironheart. Mm. I really don't. I don't I think anyone watch, cares I, about I Captain Marvel. I don't. I just don't think they care. People loved Moon Knight. I didn't. I don't have the energy okay. to watch these. It was okay. I didn't have watched any of the shows since I watched Hawkeye, and I was like, I like Jeremy Renner, but like, oh, come on, Hawkeye man. was the last one I watched. Yeah, I was like, you know, Disney Plus also like just killed me. Like, the last full show I gave to Disney Plus was uh, the Boba Fett show, and it was I was very disappointed in that show because yeah. of how good Mandalorian was. And I know I sound like a total nerd, but like now I'm like I didn't even even though I heard great things, I didn't even watch the Obi Wan Kenobi show because I'm like hey, you guys yeah, are just, I didn't, I you, didn't you're doing so much yeah. and you're all, and also I have a whole other problem with Star Wars. I'm not even like <laughs> they tell the same story over 50 years from 55,000 different goddamn angles you have a whole universe and a whole history to tell and we're going to tell this same 50 yeah. year story I didn't see Andor from, either yeah yeah Andor and Rogue and they're and they're both critically acclaimed oh these are the best version dude how many viewpoints of the same goddamn event do I need to see for Star Wars they blow up the Death Star I don't need to see who made the plans to steal the plan. I don't care. You made a good movie and that's great, but I don't care anymore. You care about the big bads and the big good guys. I don't care about the secret agent who did the small thing to make the thing. I don't. You care about Luke Skywalker, you care about Darth Vader. Okay? Oh, now, what about, well, what did Obi-Wan Kenobi do in those intervening years between, like, who cares? You have 10,000 years of Jedi to play with, and we're going to see this again? And the only reason I was supportive of it is because I love Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan yeah. Kenobi. But it's like, how many yeah, times you got to do it. the same thing? They're milking it. They're, they they're, milk it. Everyone milks it. Anyway, know. I never got to the rumor around the office. That I was telling oh, you. yes, yeah. <laughs> Way back an hour ago in this conversation. There's a rumor that we may be attending this year's PCA show. All right? Yes, there is. So that would be very exciting. And when I say rumor, I've been told I'm most likely going, <laughs> but I think you are as well. Nice. Um, I, mean, I, I would tell them there's no point in me going if you, if you don't go. Um, but that would be Huge. very, very exciting um, because now, I mean – we're running on the only thing is is we have to practice because we haven't done you know when me and greg went in 2019 me and greg had done a lot of running and gunning so we kind of like had a little like marathon prep yeah so now we haven't really done anything like that so we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to get in we have to get no. in video shape no we haven't we gotta we gotta go around the office and pretend we're at the trade show we and it's really not the same um we've done barn smokers We've done a few events, but those were like a few hours. Yeah. Um, from I, what I remember in 2019, 
I don't know how much Greg was involved, but I remember you like mapping it out to like a T. Well, you got you got to schedule because you got to schedule everything. You got to download the app that has the map on it, and you got to literally print it out and be like, "Here's where we're going. Here, here, here. What's if we can get these two kind of close together? We'll we'll do these interviews back to back because they're in the same because it's it's a trade show floor is huge. Yeah. Um, but, but this yeah. is the first one we'll be doing in four years. Yeah. We'll be, you know, it's going to be my first one. And let me tell you something. My first time in Vegas. We're going to Vegas to a cigar trade show. We're getting COVID. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to get, if you don't have it leading up to that, we're getting it this year. Yeah. I think you made a joke. You're like, let's hope we get it beforehand. Yeah. But well, I also have a wedding that Monday before. So I hope yeah. I don't, I hope everything you goes. You said also, now, Last year it wasn't as packed, right? Or it was not as not as. I have packed, to look at the half wheel. Half wheel always I counts think, the attendance. Yeah, it's, th- it's by this year it'll be. Now, in terms of attendance of years past, like uh, any attendance of this year would not be really due to a COVID. It'd be due to just the kind of the bigger PCA issues. Yeah, because attendance was starting to go down tremendously before COVID, just because of issues with the PCA organization. Um, I've heard they've addressed some of these. We will find out, but we would be going in a strictly, you know, content uh, capacity. Um, but I'm excited, man. I'm excited to show you what it's like out there. There's going to be a lot of people you haven't met yet. You get to yeah. meet or people you only talk to like virtually. Um, and I, you know what this, and this is going to sound unhumbling. I do like going to trade show each year because you see how how much higher up you're noticed and that's more of a like how are the videos doing how is the podcast doing you recognize how impactful it is at a trade show when you walk up to somebody like hey i was wondering if we can get an interview like oh yeah nick right and and they like kind of know you if they've heard they've heard of you um so so every i kind of had like every year i was like getting more and more which is not anything for my ego just more like oh this makes my job a hell of a lot easier i can get yeah um i don't know i don't know how to say without sounding like like ego testicle or anything like that it would just be interesting to see like because i'm i sit here when i do this when we do this podcast i sit here and i'm like i'm I'm nobody like real, like within the industry, like I'm in that percentile of like, no one knows who I am. Maybe like Instagram follower, like my followers do. You have followers. I do. And some have interacted with me. Um, I don't know his Instagram handle, but he was going to send me, he, let me look really quickly. He's like, yeah, I get these exclusive cigars. I want to send you guys some. And I was like, that's Uh, pretty dope. Who careful those guys. Why you think no? I'm not, it was sent to my. No, 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 not no, no, here. no, no. Like, 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 he's gonna like as a treat. He's gonna find like exclusive. No, like, he has like he gets he gets exclusives himself. He's like, I get these all the time. I want to send you one of each, and I was like, okay, we'll take a look at it because there's also guys like who just hand me. Or like like I make a cigar brand. Can I send you some to like try to try to get into Jr. Gotcha. Uh, I no, remember it wasn't like anything like that. I uh, deleted the message. But I remember the guy. It was from, Rocky uh, Patel and Dunbarton, like um, oh, exclusives, okay. and he says he gets them, and he says he just wants me to try them, mm. and that I just think that's really nice because it's like I don't, yeah. you know, you just know me from Instagram. Kind I'm gonna of tell you though, in the in the cigar trading world, tread lightly. Oh, I, I don't. Trade. I dipped I dipped my toe in that water about eight or nine years ago, and I never I, on Reddit, and I never went back in because they were animals. Like they yeah. were absolute savages. Yeah, you said before. Beings. I don't necessarily um, try to trade. No, but that's that's dude. You, you and also, like, not a lot of people knew Gregor Anthony as like a oh you do the video. Yeah. In terms of like customers or random retailers walking around, but that's not who you want to be known by anyway. But manufacturers who you have filmed or you've worked with on a, on a video, that's the one like they remembered Greg knowing him as like the videographer. Yes, yeah. And that's the more important one is like, I don't, I don't want to be known as uh, Nick, the guy on YouTube. I like being known now as like, Oh, th- he does these projects. He does these things. That's more important to me. So 
that's and that's what you will get recognized as. Like yeah. John will know you. Well, John also listens to the podcast. John's yeah. Name, but those guys will know you as like, oh yeah, you're the guy who like puts puts together these yeah, great yeah. videos, um, and can do content because then we're like, hey, if we ever wanted to come down to your factory, you've seen this guy's work. Can you let him? You know, let yeah. us and you know we'll make it look no, good. And yeah, everything. any any recognition of that would be pretty awesome. Um, we definitely got to do a dinner with John. Yeah, I'll tell him he's got he's got to buy us dinner. <laughs> Um, well, it'll just be interesting to see because like, I think what I, what I was trying to say there was that like, you, you don't know, I guess, because I've seen you at like barn smokers where people recognize you instantly. People on, on online, they comment on, you know, they comment on my laugh or comment on some of the videos we've done. A few of my friends are, you know, enjoying some of the content we do. My one buddy loves, you know. They don't you make know. funny or laugh, do they? Uh, I don't know. I don't take it that way, but I know I have an interesting, weird. You have laugh. a great laugh. Like you, you have a laugh that makes me want to get you. Yeah, I re- like I remember when I was in third grade, my teacher was like, "I would just want to record your laugh because it's just so yeah. infectious." Yeah, it's, there's it's a, some it, people who have that laugh too that I just want to hear. Yeah, Justin is definitely infectious. So, um, <laughs> see, there it is. But when, no, I re- when I really get you going, it's oh, really funny. It's really good. There's certain things that I still die. Like yeah. the sticks will get you in the beginning. Sticks was, will get you, man. Um, but no, I'll just, I, I think I'm just interested to see that trade show world. Cause I've been to festival. I've been to, I, I'll call them festivals, barn smokers, events. Um, this is a whole different animal. I remember working, you know, from home him Greg sending us videos, chopping them up, like getting them uploaded, like, and Back then, I was like, you know, I didn't know what new, like, what cigars he, what B-roll he shot. Now I'll have a, now I'm on the different side of like, right. I know what, you know, we we interview them, then we get a few B-roll shots, then we're, you know, then it's 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 golden. But and I, like I said, how many drinks can you have and think you're going to be fine for work tomorrow? How many like IPAs or whatever? Like how many how many drinks can you have and be like, oh yeah, I'm, I have to work tomorrow, but I'll be totally I fine think for it's, work. I, that's a good question, dude. I don't know. I, I think like is five beers, too many? No, I think I could do. I think beers I could do five. Hard alcohol mixed drinks hit me a lot quicker, so I will cut myself off at three because. I keep telling people this and, and I don't, people don't have to believe me or not. I don't really, I'm, I, I, um, if one night ever, Nick, you were like, I want to go out and I want to party. And like, you were legit, like wanted to party. I wouldn't wait by the phone, but (laughs) (laughs) I would legit just be like, like, if you like my buddy's voucher party in September, like I have to gear up for like, I know it's just going to be like an all out rager. Right. Cause that, that part of my life is gone. But like, there's weekends where I can have those. So like, I just mentally- You're like pump. in the National Guard I of- I mentally uh, prepare myself. Of drinking, where it's like, hey, once yeah. once a month, I get to break like, out the so old- So like, if we go to, if we go, if I get to go to PCA, I'm not going to go by the, nah, I'm good. Nah, I'm good. Like, if, if someone wants to buy me a drink, dinner, invite me to a party, I'm going to be like, I'm going to enjoy the fruits of my labor of that day. So I would say beer five, mixed drinks three, but I got to be careful because so if, if someone be, gives so me if that beer fourth is five, one, if we're out to a dinner, do four. Okay. Because the next day, don't forget, is not like a, oh, but oh, it's I a might chill. do I might do two or three because I know I'll be dehydrated. Because yeah. then and also it's Vegas in July. It will yeah. it will be a hundred and three. No, degrees. no, I know I'm going to be dehydrated. Yeah. Like and then I'm the gonna, next day is. Because listen, we don't we might not, might not even be drinking a lot, but like we might be out late at a thing. And the next day no, no. is all day. We're, we're on the floor at eight o'clock. Yeah. You know, so we'll, we'll stop at the cake boss and get a call. There's, there's, there's a really good cake boss coffee shop in the Venetian that I always get I'm to. equating it to. And I, I think this is how it would be is like, cause I've worked on a few films where I had to do 7 PM to 7 AM. Yeah. And those were like, you know, 12 hour days and like for 11 days straight. Also, I was I was ten years younger, <laughs> but I'm I'm just gonna go into it mentally of like, this isn't like this is just gonna be balls to the wall kind of thing right. because of just how exhausted you guys were when you came back, you know, and, and for like, I, I from Greg's perspective of Greg being like, no, it kicks your butt from him doing weddings all day, 
that I'm like, oh, if he's saying that, then it must be like hardcore. But I think I'll go because in my mind, like obviously we're going because it's still work. And I don't ever want to like drink to the point where like I would embarrass myself because yeah. when I drink, I just become goofy and I want to be like, I want to be good for the next There's day. There's two opportunities. If you wanted to really toss a couple back, still within reason, but really toss a couple back, it would be sometime night two because day one and day two are the most important dates. That's where we're going to be doing the most yeah. action and the most important action. Day three, there's a significant slowdown. And then day four, sometimes we don't even go day four. So maybe day four, we hit the floor because it's, I think day four is like done at noon. Okay. So maybe we go there and we get like one or two people and then we fly out. So either that or like the last night there, because maybe the next day we only have like one interview. Yeah. My thing is, is like, I, I hate flying already. I definitely don't want to fly hungover. No. So I, I, I avoid being like i avoid drinking like the night before i fly but if i was to like have a couple yeah it would be after two full days where we have like the really important ones and a lot a lot of like the groundwork in because then day three if, if maybe you have 15 interviews on day two day three maybe you have like six they're kind of spread yeah, I remember out. that i remember that i remember yeah. doing that like it was heavy on the first two days and the third day was a little bit lighter but maybe i'm being over over optimistic where like i do think your scheduling is gonna you're gonna make it to oh, I'm where gonna make you work babe. no you're gonna make it work but i you're think you're gonna be like work. oh if these three booths or four booths are here we can literally be bump 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 not like bump 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 i might it may no. be like that but i think you're just smart enough to be like let's get the most efficient <laughs> like let's yeah. get like if there's this section over here let's just like get it done and do and that. also day three is easy because like i said you won't have a lot of interviews but also, in be let's say you have like if you have like three hours in between interviews, you can go back to the hotel because by that point, we would already have most of the B roll we're gonna need yeah. for everything else. Because you know, anytime in between interviews on the first two days, we're gonna be getting B roll. So by day three, it's like I don't need to go shoot the the Rocky Patel booth again. again. Yeah, you know yeah, exactly. Yeah, it would, yeah. It would, that would make, or that either go back to the hotel and hang out, or we like put the equipment down and like just go walk around. Yeah, yeah. Um, smoke, you know, get to try some of the, some of the samples. Um, I remember the interview you had with Nick Melillo. I, maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like it was day three or four. Cause both yeah, of you, was both of you he was were shot. Oh yeah, we were shot. And you guys still like, you guys were, I think that was one of the first interviews you, the, one of the only interviews you sat down yeah, for. Yeah, we sat down. <laughs> and you were just sitting across from each other and you could just tell like, the, the the trade show like it was it wore you down there yeah. but like it was a good kind of like tired. well also we were we were real and we were also like emotionally exhausted because i think right before that we had done a really nice interview with omar free us from Fratello, yes. and then we walked away and then chris was like oh, i'm sorry you're chris greg was like oh dude i'm sorry I didn't put the mic pack on and we had to go back i, I wasn't mad at him yeah but we were both just like defeated I think oh, the, I think that. the night before that was the Alec Bradley party rooftop at the Palm party where, where a porn star showed up, uh, and so we were just very very. She, she didn't like. Well, she wasn't there to perform, by the way. She's she was like retired. Show. She was just. She was a famous. I don't remember her name, but she was like a famous adult actress. Gotcha. She, yeah, she wasn't putting on a show. Um, so I think we were just both taught. Dude, they had like Glenn Livett, like 18, was like their well whiskey. Oh, like it was just very, yeah. it was, uh, yeah, the food is going to be phenomenal. Yeah. Um, and there's, there's certain big manufacturer dinners where like, man, wow, but here's the thing, we haven't been, I don't, I don't know how much has changed. Obviously they'll, they'll make preparations, but there's big manufacturer dinners where like Drew Estate will take like all of the whole JR team out. But then sometimes there's smaller ones. I mean, I definitely want to organize one with John and his guys and be like, listen, we'd love to go out with you guys for some food. Alec Bradley usually has some kind of party that we would go to. Who from here will be going? Like, As far as I know, again, none of this is set in stone. This yeah. is what I've heard. But like us, um, our bosses, okay. some of the product merchants, something like that, like along those lines. Okay. That'd be pretty um, cool. So um, we shall see, but that that would be exciting. Be exciting, yeah. That'd be really exciting. My worry is, is like I have my best friend's wedding like on Monday, and then the show starts I think on Thursday. Yeah, yes. So 
uh, July fourth and the next day to just yeah I have to, well, well yeah because he's he no yeah he's married on July third yeah that Monday so, so I guess I have Monday Tuesday, off Wednesday yeah yeah you have Monday off well you're gonna take it off mm-hmm. Tuesday Wednesday to kind of like low key and then Thursday we fly out if we go so or if yeah I go. we'd have to start making real preps for like top five make sure all like I don't want yeah. to wait, I don't have to worry about and and and, and any podcast that we could just be like go listen to our PCA stuff. Um, you know, we can even make some kind of compilation. It'd be cool if we, we could do a podcast from there, but that's not what it's about. We can do, um, post like, like wrap ups in like the room at the end of the night or like out yeah. by the pool with like a cigar. Um, if we have like a, like a chilled night where we had like a nice dinner, but it's like eight thirty. Yeah. Um, and you want to get the camera out and just, uh, you know, have a cigar or whatever. I don't know where we're going to stay. We always stay at treasure Island, even though the thing is in the Venetian, cause we always book late, but I'm hoping you can get it. I'm, oh, I hope the Venetian. That'd be pretty dope. Yeah, so it's a Venetian is, let me tell you. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. We also check out some of the, some of the cigar. If we wanted to do one night, instead of doing a dinner, like me and you grab a quick bite and then we go to like, um, there's that, I can't remember the name of that really fancy cigar here. Well, here's also the problem about trying to film any cigar store, during this week, they're all you can't get into them. Yeah, all the cigar yeah. stores in in the the entire city are just mob because a lot of a lot of like the sm- not I don't want to say like Espinosa is smaller, but obviously like a Rocky Patel is gonna have his big shindig in yeah. some ballroom or a hotel. Espinosa, you know, like or like a, th- those guys, they have like after parties like at a cigar shop. So all the cigar shops are mobbed, mobbed yeah. just impossible. To, the only one the way we, we might get into is there's a, a Monte Cristo lounge. It's like kind of under our flag, but not really. Okay. But we got in there one year where they like they reserved us like the whole back room. But um, yeah, doing shit like that. A lot of a lot of cool stuff. Um, go to the Pawn Star shop. See what's going on over there. Nice. <laughs> Um, I'd like to see the football stadium from afar or something. Hey, like you that. drive right by it. Well, from the airport cool. to where we're going. You yeah. drive. It looks like the freaking Death, Death Star. Star yeah. yeah, it's so weird. But uh, yeah, so that should be exciting. More news to come, guys. Um, next week, I think we'll be able to announce a new program that we're working on, awesome. and we'll discuss that. Awesome. Um, and then we got some cool interviews coming up. Um, Tim Osgener. Of Oz Family Cigars, uh, we're going to have on in a, in a few weeks. I think we're going to might be doing something with Oscar Veladare soon. Nice. We're going to be talking to our boy Nick Melillo again soon. Um, a lot of cool stuff coming up, so make sure to keep checking us out on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, JR Cigars, obviously. Um, make sure to comment, like, and subscribe. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, keep those numbers coming. Um, and as always, keep them lit. Keep them lit.